My grandfather once told me that I'm like the cowboy who jumped on his horse and rode off in four different directions at once. I'm Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows the guy. This is the weekly update, and today we're going to talk about a couple of things. One is focus, as well as waiting to find your calling or for your calling to find you. I also want to touch on the topic of vendors versus partners. I'm going to lead in with that, and then we're going to get on to how to find your calling or let your calling find you. So a lot of times vendors will position themselves as partners. There's something to that. If you hire a vendor, they certainly should be a partner to some degree. They should be aligned to your interests. So this is crucial because a lot of times their work, how successful it is is subjective and how much work they do is subjective and, and variable. So if their interests are aligned to your interests, they become partners. This is often in the pricing structure. Right, you're going to give them some kind of payment, and then if some certain benchmarks are achieved, certain sales figures or speed or quality or whatever, they will get more money. This aligns their interest with your interest, and thus everybody wins. But sometimes in the process of becoming a vendor, they will position themselves as partners. And I was talking to someone recently who uh, about uh, possibly running an online event together. And I thought it was more of a partner conversation. In retrospect, from the context, it was more of a vendor conversation. So they didn't do anything wrong in this case. But it was a little bit jarring to me because I'm used to working with partners more than vendors. So a vendor is someone you give money to do a thing. That's the core of the relationship. I'm giving you money. You are giving me services or products or whatever in exchange. A partner is a different means of exchange. Usually it's not, I give you money, you do a thing. It's I provide some value to the partnership. You provide some value to the partnership and together we do better. Now, hopefully money comes out of it for both or value in some form comes out for both, but it's a different kind of conversation. And I realized, again, this is all in retrospect because while I'm very quick on certain things, if it's a change, a pivot in course, I'm kind of slow to pick it up. So it's, it's, Three hours later, I'm like, oh, oh, that's what's going on. So in retrospect, I realized what kind of conversation it was. And fortunately, what happens is I'm now to the point where if my mind says there's something out of way, I thought this is kind of conversation. It's not fitting this groove. It slams the brakes. Just, you know, screeching of, of wheels and I will not go forward. I, my mind won't let me go forward until I figure out what it is. So in this particular case, I was trying to figure out some of the particulars. How is this going to work out? And how is it going to get paid for? And um, where's the revenue going to come from in this? And the person I was talking to said, well, you know, the first step is you put down deposit and they'll figure out how you're going to get us the rest of this money. And, um, you know, so the deposit show you're serious, get the next conversation. And that's what really stopped me is the deposit to show you're serious. Now, I understand it if you're working with the general public, if you're meeting people at a networking event you don't really know, you need something to indicate they are earnest in working with you, that they're not going to flake out, they're not going to wander off. Um, a, a very good friend of mine for doing a joint, uh, she has a particular joint process for joint promotion, and she requires most partners to put down money because that shows that they're serious and it's an amount of money that'll be more than made up for um, in fact, that's the first thing paid back when the partnership succeeds. But she requires them to put down some money up front to show 
that they're they're really going to perform and commit. Uh, and and I can certainly see the value of that. But if it's someone I know, someone has a relationship with, and they say, I need you to put down money to show you're serious. I say, huh, well, that's odd. If you don't know me well enough to trust me, I'm not sure we should be working together. All right. So I'm not saying there's a right way or a wrong way. I'm just simply kind of talking this out, this idea of vendors versus partners and how things work. And and the idea of putting up money or a deposit or a guarantee as a partner who's not a vendor, uh, which is not a vendor relationship, is absolutely a thing. But then, of course, there's no more money expected, whereas for vendor, there was a, a fixed price for this service with a deposit coming down. Um, and so the reason I'm sharing this is to be aware as you go into various situations, is this a vendor relationship or is this a partner relationship? All vendors should be partners in some way, but a partnership, a joint venture is going to be different than working with a vendor. That's a different uh, different vibe, different energy. So that's just something that was on my mind because uh, it happened somewhat recently and uh, gave me good good thoughts uh, about that to think about. Uh, I think I am going to go, I will at some point pursue that project, um, but unless some substantial revenues come in, which they could. Uh, I don't think I'd be pursuing it with the one who who has a price tag and a product attached to it. I'll be actually building a team of partners to do that, I, I think is the way I'm going to do it. But who knows, because it's not currently on the front burner, um, because I'm trying to focus. Hey, see, like how I segued that? Focus. So I got a bunch of things going on. I was listening to motivational uh, YouTube videos, as I often do. And it was talking about, you know, if you work hard and you push and go 120% and then you'll get what you want. And that's totally true if you're going in the right direction, right? If you run full speed 100 yards north and you run full speed 100 yards west, and you run full speed 100 yards south and full speed 100 yards east, you'll get back where you started really, really fast. And that doesn't actually get you anywhere. So, Having that focus is crucial. And that's one of the challenges I run into because there's a number of different things. I am I am multi-passionate. That's what we call this, multi-passionate. Not distractible, not ADHD, multi-passionate. There's a lot of things I want to do. There's a lot of things I'm good at. And it's not clear what direction the revenue is, right? Is it building a course? I don't think so, maybe. Is it coaching? Is it uh, people hire me to do introductions for them? Is it uh, another path? Is it helping groups like Rotary to build their memberships? Is it running events? Is it something else? Is it uh, building networking groups? There's all kinds of different things I could pursue. Each one requires a lot of engagement to get to the point where I can figure out if it's the right thing to pursue. And it's a great challenge to say, you know, which direction should I be putting all of this energy? You know, which direction should I be putting all of this energy? And that creates a great challenge. And so something I'm leaning towards is this idea of waiting for a calling. So instead of trying to push it, instead of trying, okay, I'm pushing this way, I'm going this way. Instead, wait for a calling. I've long had this concept of, if you play chess, you know, having your pieces in the middle of the board is a valuable, powerful thing because it gives you more options when an opportunity arises. 
especially if you're not terribly good at chess and don't know how to win, having your pieces in the middle of the board puts you in a position to be able to capitalize on opportunities should they present themselves. Whereas trying to force it sometimes can get you into trouble unless you are a grandmaster, which usually means you've done it many, many times before. So this doesn't apply to someone who's built and sold three businesses. This is more for all the entrepreneurs out there who are building their first business or kind of wandering around there. So going into 2023, my thinking is I'm going to be pushing pieces to the middle of the board. So I'm going to finish writing my book on uh, my book on building rotary clubs and other similar service clubs, because that's something I'm already doing. I'm excited to do and passionate. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I can see where it goes. Um, you're going to be able to see I'm going to be putting the, the chapters on my blog. There's actually one there already and more to come at guyonosaguy.com slash blog. And so I'll be sharing that there and putting it out as a book. And then once I have, you know, the book and the articles, that lends itself obviously to getting to speaking to clubs, whether it's Rotary or Lions or others, because um, all the same principle. And that could lend itself to being hired to support clubs or supporting organizations, or it could lend itself to other opportunities. This is a pushing pieces to the middle of the board sort of thing. But then the other question, you know, should I run a major virtual event, a three-day event, bringing together lot of speakers and trying to create a uh, major education for the members? Should I lean into the, the entrepreneur mentor community and build, build out a whole bunch of different projects on there? Should I build a networking organization around the entrepreneur mentor community? You know, there's all these different directions I could pursue or... I could simply focus on getting those pieces in all the board, getting resources in place, getting things to be functional, engaging my team, especially my virtual assistant, more and more focused ways, and then waiting for the calling, waiting for that opportunity. When someone says, hey, Michael, I noticed you're doing this and this. I'd like to do this. I'd like to team up with you. I'd like to partner with you. Not I'd like you to give me a deposit so we can talk more. That's a vendor. Um, but somebody who is uh, somebody who says, I bring this to the table, you bring that to the table, here's how we might work together. Um, or somebody who you know wants to bring me in as a vendor partner and hire me to do, to do something. Because a partnership can involve money. It absolutely can, especially if someone has a larger organization and they're bringing in someone who's more of a consultant, coach, advisor. Uh, it is totally acceptable for that partnership to be. I'm going to give you money for this, you know, for this knowledge and for this support. Um, and that's a way of, you know, a way of doing it. But I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know who's going to reach out to me. I don't know what opportunity is going to present itself. But my thought is to clear the boards so I am ready for that opportunity to move those pieces in the middle of the board, be ready to seize those opportunities as they come. And in the meantime, support as many people as I can Keep making introductions, keep bringing people together, keep providing value, uh, keep working on the entrepreneur mentor community, be a more valuable platform for uh, for people to do good. Um, keep working on building the International Entrepreneur Service Club, which will be the International Entrepreneur Rotary Club when that time comes and see where all that goes. Because I think if I'm open to it, uh, I'm re reading the uh, Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer right now. And and he, he not only wasn't open to it, he was resisting. He's like, I don't want to do any of these things. I just want to sit in the woods and meditate. And then he agreed to surrender to whatever the universe brought him to. And people started bringing him opportunities. And he's like, I don't want to do this. But I guess, I guess that's where the next thing's going to come. 
and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And before you knew it, he was highly successful and making a big impact in the world and also finding what he was looking for. So now let me help you find what you're looking for. I've got some announcements. So coming up today in two hours, if you're watching this live, is the Blue Purple Summit. GuyWhoKnowsAGuy.com slash Blue Purple is a free event. We have uh, 10 great speakers, all of whom are women with blue and purple hair who are, of course, experts in their field, very knowledgeable, going to give you a lot of interesting information, but we're also going to have a lot of fun because they're the kind of people of blue and purple hair, which are always cool people to hang out with. Um, if you are watching this live, check the show out at the podcast, guyandisguy.com slash podcast. So every Monday, I do one of these Monday updates, and then every Friday, I drop an interview with somebody cool. The Entrepreneur Launch Party, also today at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, right at the end of the Blue Purple Summit. We are going to get together. We're going to celebrate your wins. We are going to have hot seat coaching to help you make more wins. And if you stay around to the third half hour, then you will get some live networking breakout sessions. Really cool stuff there. Uh, next week, December 16th to 18th, Jackie Simmons is running the um, Unlimited Confidence Live, of which I will be a speaker. You can go to guy who knows a guy.com slash UC. And when you do that, you will see that tickets cost money, $97. But you are in my community and should not pay $97. You should pay $0 because I think you're cool and I want you there. So put in GIFT1222, GIFT1222 is a coupon code, and your $97 ticket becomes a $0 ticket. So that's pretty cool. And of course, check out always my daily morning motivations, morningmotivation.fun, and you too can get motivated and inspired by me every single morning. So thank you so much for joining us. See, we're super focused. Got it under 15 minutes, just over 14. Look at that. Amazing. See, if you focus on focusing, then you can in time achieve amazing results. Thank you for watching or listening or however you're consuming this and have yourself a wonderful day. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect jv-connect.com that's jv-connect.com december 12th and 13th 2023 we'll see you there